Global Business News 24 hours a day at Bloomberg.com, the Radio Plus mobile app, and on your radio. This is a Bloomberg Business Flash. And I'm Karen Moscow, and the Bloomberg Futures Report brought to you by Interactive Brokers and CME Group. If you're looking for global futures contracts with low trading costs, look no further. Interactive Brokers is the industry leader. Learn more at interactivebrokers.com slash CME Group. U.S. stock index futures are lower with the S&P 500 poised to slip from a 10-month high amid speculation equities may have run too far too fast given the lackluster prospects for global growth. We check the markets every 15 minutes throughout the trading day on Bloomberg. S&P E-mini futures down 9 points, Dow E-mini futures down 63, and NASDAQ E-mini futures down 17. DAX in Germany is down 1.4 percent. Ten-year Treasury up 10.30 seconds, the yield 1.66 percent. NYMEX crude oil down 1.8 percent or 91 cents. To $50.32 a barrel. Comex gold that'll change up 10 cents to 12.62.40 an ounce. The euro, $1.1317. The yen, 106.61. That's a Bloomberg Business Flash. Tom and Mike. Karen Moscow, thank you very much. Well, it is the talk of Wall Street these days. The Financial Choice Act, sponsored by Representative Jeb Henseling, who is the chairman of the House Financial Services Committee. Basically, he would repeal Dodd-Frank and uh, replace it. Uh, good morning to you, Mr. Chairman. Uh, can you, good morning. Thanks for having me. Uh, can, can you help us elucidate this for, for listeners? Uh, what first is the biggest problem with Dodd-Frank that you want to address? Well, the biggest problem is it has failed. Uh, we were told that Dodd-Frank would lift the economy, and instead we're limping along at about 2% economic growth. Well, uh, can I stop you there? I'm, that that one's a new one to me. Uh, I, I hadn't ever heard it would lift the economy. I heard it would uh, make a, the make us safer from... Uh, well, no, you should read problems. the legislative history. There were several promises that were made. One would that it would lift the economy, which it clearly has not, as paychecks have stagnated, savings have uh, shrunk. Uh, we were told it would help consumers, and instead, free checking at banks has been cut in half. Uh, we have 15% fewer credit card offerings. They cost 200 basis points more. Many auto loans are up $500. Uh, the list goes on. We were told it would end too big to fail, but instead, what we've seen after Dodd-Frank in the data is indisputable. The big banks have gotten bigger. Uh, the small banks have gotten fewer. Uh, we're having historic uh, volatility. Uh, in illiquidity in our corporate bond markets, one of the most incredible capital channels we have for our economy. So it hasn't ended too big to fail. It hasn't made our economy more stable. It hasn't made us more prosperous. So you ask what's wrong with it. Everything's wrong with it. Uh, it has failed. And so it's time for a new paradigm uh, in banking and in capital markets. And so we are offering an alternative that says that we need a banking system that has a whole lot more private capital and a whole lot less federal regulation. It's about economic growth for all, bank bailouts well, for none, and Dodd-Frank is economic growth for none and bank bailouts for all. So it's 180 degrees removed what, from the failed Dodd-Frank Act. Can I ask you what your vision of the banking system is? What, what should banks be in this society? Well, clearly they are uh, an incredible part of our free enterprise system, uh, which is the greatest channel for prosperity uh, and material happiness that the world has ever known. They have to be a financial intermediary in order to uh, 
uh, channel vital capital into innovation. And again, what we've seen since Dodd-Frank is that entrepreneurship and small business lending is practically at a 20-year low due to the weight, the volume, uh, the complexity, uh, the uncertainty of the regulatory load. So I'm not a banker, but I want bankers to be able to be bankers. Most of America has never wanted to occupy Wall Street. They just want to quit bailing it out. So we know there's a safety net with respect to access to the discount window. There's a safety net with respect to deposit insurance. So what we're saying is looking at historic um, market-based levels of capital, we provide a very simple leverage ratio for banks, and they have a choice. They can either stay in the current system or with a whole lot more private investor capital, they essentially have an equity-financed Dodd-Frank off-ramp so that they can go out and invest and lend and help propel our economy. Now, you uh, met with uh, the uh, prospective nominee of your party for president, Donald Trump. Uh, is he going to endorse your legislation? He's definitely no fan of Dodd-Frank. Well, I did not ask him to endorse the legislation. I simply wanted to brief him on it. Um, like a number of Republicans, I've had some disagreements with our presumptive nominee on things that he has said and done. But I can tell you this much. We have a lot of common ground in believing that we've got to end taxpayer-funded bailouts, which Dodd-Frank codifies into law. We have to grow this economy, and one of the major impediments we have is Dodd-Frank. So I, I don't care to give a blow-by-blow description of the conversation, but I would say that um, uh, that Mr. Trump uh, was um, pleased with what he heard, and should he become president, I think we have a lot of common ground uh, to move forward on uh, to help uh, lift people out of poverty and reinvigorate middle-income people by getting rid of Dodd-Frank. Chairman Hanserling, I know October 22nd is an important day. That's when you're fighting Aggies play Alabama, uh, which in itself will be a, you know, a, a, the world it's will proven to be so, a sticky wicket here. It, it has been a little difficult to say the least. Have you had a difficult conversation with one James Dimon about your legislation? Have you talked to Jamie Dimon about how he would amend Dodd-Frank? Uh, well, I hadn't, I don't quite know what that has to do with the Aggie Alabama football game. It's just a big uh, day. I mean, when you sit down with Jamie Diamond, it's a big deal like Alabama Aggies. Uh, the short answer is no. So we have just released the outline uh, 48 hours ago. We expect to have legislative text that will circulate yeah. broadly throughout uh, the nation here within the next couple of weeks once we finalize it. And frankly, we will look forward to receiving input from all quarters uh, of the economy yeah. and look for ways um, that uh, it right. can obviously be refined and improved. I, but the short answer is no. I okay. haven't sat down with him on this legislation. I want you on our show with Mr. Dimon. If Jamie Dimon can get on a stage in London with the Chancellor of the Exchequer, he can get on a stage with yeah. you in testimony. That's all I'm suggesting. Yeah. Is that conversation, yeah. I think, would be good for the entire nation, well, whatever enough, their political perspective Definitely not is. enough time with the chairman. We have to have him back uh, yeah. soon to continue the discussion uh, <clears throat> about his legislation because obviously it's going to be right. important going into the next session of Congress. Chairman Henschelling is the Republican from College Station at Texas. This has been great. Haley Barber and Jeb Henschelling, and of course we are balanced. We will get others of a different persuasion on through the coming days. Michael McKeon, Tom Keen, Bloomberg Surveillance. We'll
Counting down to the opening bell brought to you by the Jeep Grand Cherokee. The most awarded SUV ever, the Grand Cherokee continues to raise the bar with its luxurious interior and legendary 4x4 capability. Drive on at your local Jeep dealer today.